daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport and from one of our little homerooms. Uh, it is the Rick and Bubba Show. We thank you for being with us. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Your phone call's coming up later in the program. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba, all here. And welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, I am glad to be here, and uh, we're very excited to uh, to be back here. So a lovely Monday, and our weather in our part of the country moderated greatly this weekend it was so nice outside it's really put a kick in everybody's step i mean because we were just getting beat down by the, by that constant uh high humidity high heat and uh, of course weather's still a big uh, issue here in the country i mean we're just naming storms left and right so we'll try to get some updates on that too a little later in the show yeah it just feels so good I, i'm sitting here in uh, this little area of the house and i can look out the window and just seeing that clear look versus the high humidity. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you about a, a trip I did get to make and, and stay inside the social distancing yesterday that was just absolutely beautiful. And what an incredible experience. We'll talk about that. Sherry and I even got to go out in the backyard and she put a fire in the little fire pit. And we <laughs> sat around that this weekend, uh, which was just incredible. So, yeah, for us in the deep south, we have been in a hot box and we will return to it. I mean, the cool weather's – this is not going to be the norm yet for us, but, boy, it's a nice break. Yeah, we always get teased by it a little bit. Well, one of the other things I was going to catch up on this weekend, and we've already discussed it a little bit here on the show, was the, the documentary Social Dilemma. And it's dealing with um, the attempted mind control of the general population by the people who run social media. And, uh, boy, they, they make some points that are, that are scary. I mean, they really do. And these are the people who were there when the decisions were being made. That's what's even scarier about. <laughs> well, and Helmsley had told us this and, uh, I tried to watch it as well. And I was locked and loaded, uh, but it was on Friday's work day and I miscalculated, uh, the, the, you know, old Rick versus, you know, younger Rick, I thought I can be the man on Friday nights now. Mm. And hey, man, I don't have to get up tomorrow. I can stay up, man. I'm going back. And I, I went out like a lot, about 25% into it. And uh, I, I didn't even know who I was. I mean, I, I, I was just face down on the couch and gone. So I tried to watch it, but I got the gist of the part you're talking about because that comes out at the beginning. That these were people, and Bub, I've heard you talk about it when when we sat in the uh, the conference room and we we were going into this new era of all this social media and platforms. And I can remember Adler, you know, holding up his phone saying, and he's right, this is what you compete against right now. You better have content for this phone. I'm holding a phone up mm-hmm. for those of you that don't have the video option. And uh, and then what do you, what did you <clears throat> keep saying? You got to monetize it. How do you monetize it? And uh, so for these people to sit down and say, technology is great, but how do you monetize it? They said they thought they were just doing what you do with every business idea, but certainly they see the negative side of all that now. You know what was strange about it, too, because uh, Silicon Valley and, and the people who run this, and we've talked about this on the show, most of them are extreme liberal in their, in their thought process, very far to the left side of the political scale, uh, which we would consider also to tie in with socialist. But boy, they sure are capitalists when it talks about uh, uh, monetizing that uh, that feed, isn't it? I mean, they you, you bring in it. the cash, buddy. 
Well, once again, we talked about this a lot. This is the problem with the far left of our country. Some y'all don't y'all don't really make any sense. It sounds like you want to be able to have access to the free market and capitalism. You just want to deny it to other people. Yeah, it's kind of odd. And and the fact too, and we've talked about it here on the show that this technology of social media is so powerful, but it is not regulated. And, you know, we're kind of free market people where it can be, but uh, even with the phone company, you know, they they had to decide if they were a common carrier or they were going to be responsible for the content. And right now the social media platforms are kind of trying to to have it both ways. They want to be able to regulate things on on their service that they don't like politically, but they don't want to be held liable, responsible for it either. So, you know, I think the law is going to have to catch up to them uh, in, in what they're doing a little bit uh, and, and have it however you want it. But you're, you're either going to have to be not responsible and not tamper with the content or you're going to have to be hands-on and be responsible for your decisions. You can't have it both ways. can't be a public forum and an editorial. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, you You can't. can't. No, you can't. So, And it's the same thing we went through, as I've mentioned, with a phone company. You know, if terrorists make a phone call to talk about blowing something up, AT&T is not responsible for it, okay? It's the the actual people making the call. So, But for them to point out how clear that they are about – mind control and the thing that really stuck out to me rick and i don't know if you've seen this yet where they were showing depending on your profile if you search a topic they're going to deliver to you the topic that you agree with in other words if you're a conservative they're going to give you conservative stories or the whatever region you're from yeah yeah or if you're uh, say you liberal you're going to get more liberal stories so if you have the same people looking at the same story, they're going to be getting a totally different viewpoint of the facts. Now, we always say that everyone is entitled to their own opinion, but not their own facts in a case. Well, in this case with social media, you're sometimes getting different facts for the same, for the same issue going out there. And the psychology of it is, is they're trying to do the the drug dealer mentality. They're trying to give you what you want, give you what you want, and hook you so you can't live without them. And let's all admit, the drug dealers have the best marketing scheme there is, okay? Hmm. They've proven that. So now social media is, uh, through the mind, the psychology of it, through the dopamine, if you will, they're doing the drug dealer content to you, to get you to stay online so they can sell your impressions to companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, that, that me, part is scary to me. It is. Well, let me, let me ask you this. I'm sorry, uh, did I interrupt? Uh, let, let me ask you this, because you, you, I want to stay on this point you're making, Bubba, because, you know, leftists, as we know, everything's based on emotion, so you can't get a lot of consistency from them. Is this not exactly, and I know where I think this this documentary is trying to say this because I saw it all the way through where they were doing the fake thing where the guy's sitting there with his friend and they're like, hey, he's not doing anything. Let's put something on his phone. Let, let's get him to wave to this person and then we'll yeah. start, you know, a process of getting right. them to look at the phone again. That's when I fell asleep. They're at some school setting or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but so, so I saw all the way up to that. But so I, I kind of got the gist of what you guys are talking about. But if we can now prove, remember what happened with the tobacco companies. It wasn't that the, the that nicotine was highly addictive. Did you know 
it was highly addictive? Did you know it was detrimental and hide that information and then continue to addict people to tobacco for your financial gain? Excuse me, I hit my computer. Sorry about that. But, <laughs> there is but no anyway, earthquake on Rick Street. <laughs> right. So, so here's the thing. Can we now start that narrative? If you know that there's an addictive property to, to the dopamine, as you said, in, in the way the, the addictive part of our minds work, and they know behind the scenes that they are doing things that are detrimental to people and addicting them uh, through, through this process for financial gain, could we see, now I know the left never turns on themselves, but could we see the same case being made that we made against the tobacco companies? Well, I think you could, but I think everybody's so addicted to it now, they don't want to let it go. No, to your right. I, yeah. I think they would they would fight against anything to do away with it because we you know what I like too, they took they took this uh, this kid through the process and they kind of acted out what they were talking about. And you have a normal kid and he goes all the way to the point where he's arrested at a political rally and every step along the way social media played a big role in it. And you know, the outcome and what these psychologists were telling us, they said if this scenario plays out and they, they do what they're doing to your mind, you know what we're going to have? We're going to have groups of people who have no tolerance for other groups of people. They're going to fight. They're only going to see things their way. They're not going to be cordial to the other part, and it's going to turn into political chaos, and I think that's what we've got. Oh, we're here. Mm-hmm. Th- this was predicting what we're having right now back when it was first made and of course it takes time to get it out but they absolutely know rick because they're hiring people who have psychological background to help program this stuff to get you hooked to it yep and that's what's scary rick and bubba rick and bubba warning this program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant ghouls. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Welcome back. 21 minutes past the hour. you got the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, we're looking back over the weekend, and Helmsy had, had brought it to the table, this uh, Netflix uh, show, Social Dilemma. Uh, and, uh, and then we talked about the Challenger Netflix, the latest documentary on uh, on what we've known about, but this is a four part documentary. It gives you some never before seen footage and, and interviews. It was very interesting, but uh, we talked about that one, and we started talking about the social dilemma and what it what it reveals uh, about uh, the addictive nature uh, and the design of all these social media platforms. And uh, and Bubba, we were going to continue that conversation. Yeah, but I mean, technology as a whole has some addictive qualities to it. I mean, we all, you know, uh, even if you're not on social media, you know, you're looking to check your weather, you're looking to check your security cameras, uh, you know, whatever. So there's always that part of it too. But Rick, I remember growing up, and, and you do too, we were told as kids, you're watching too much TV. Yep. Go read a book. <laughs> and I always wondered, why was go read a book the default standard on everything? You know, I mean, if it, if I'm going to be stupid if I don't go read a book. Right. It, it's not like I couldn't learn to read by watching a TV show. We all learn right. to read watching The Electric Company. Sure. I mean, so Easy I never reader. understood why that was a default. Mm-hmm. But if you look back, Rick, we've got social media now. We had TV when we were growing up. We always heard, hey, you're watching too much TV. It's going to melt your mind. 
Uh, we had computers for a while. Hey, you're just too, too much in front of a computer screen. You know, we had that going on. Um, and this is funny because I remember uh, talking to some of my older uncles, and we were having a discussion like this one time, and I remember one of them telling me that, that his dad had got mad at him because he was sitting around listening to the radio too much. <laughs> and he wanted him to get out and read a book. <laughs> you know, because of the, the dramas that used to yeah. come on the radio. Yeah. Well, then I had another discussion. I remember my mom one time, and she, she was like, uh, uh, she was wanting to read a book, and, and her dad was wanting her to get out and work in the field and help do some chores that he didn't feel like she was doing enough at the time. But even then, people are going, hey, you're, you're spending too much time with the book. You need to get out and do something else. So yeah. I think we've had this problem of wanting to do something that, that our brain enjoyed doing, the dopamine rush, if you will, while people around us was always saying we needed to be doing something else, that it was a <laughs> yeah. waste of time. There needed to be balance, I think, was the major moderation, key to all of this. Moderation yeah. and yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. And moderation, well, yeah. honestly, is not something – we talk about it as the flesh, but the scientific part of it is the dopamine in your brain, and that is the reward system. And everything we do is based on dopamine release. I mean, that's that's yeah. what we do. Mm-hmm. That's why we eat. That's why we eat too much. That's <laughs> why we don't eat enough sometimes. That's why we do this, we do that. Uh, it's all trained responses uh, dealing with our brain and, and the chemical reaction. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think you guys are right on all that. So I think it gets back to moderation and it gets back to, you know, parenting and, and, uh, you know, helping people, uh, because the other thing, all the, everything we just said is true, but what you have to be careful of, it's one thing, let's take the book, uh, for instance, it's one thing for you to have a child that spends an incredible amount of time reading, you know, Karl Marx's manifestos versus reading the Bible. Uh, you know, it, the, the content of what's being consumed is, is something that we need to do a better job, Rick Burgess included, uh, because the content of all these different platforms that you're talking about, that's what, you know, it, you know if I'm addicted to, um, I just can't get enough of reading the Bible, that's one thing. If, if, if I'm addicted to being indoctrinated into socialism, then that's certainly another. Uh, so it's like everything, guys. I mean, everything that, that God allows to be created can be used for good or it can be used for our demise. Yep. And, uh, and I think it's got to get back to, and if you ever want to know today about with your children, if you want to know that they, this, this is kicked in and they have this addictive uh, nature, know what your kid's looking at, know what your kid's watching, even when it was just TV, know what they're watching, know what they're doing. And if you want to know whether you have a problem in this area, go tell them that you're going to take their phone away from them and see how they respond. Uh, if they run out into the yard and to and kill themselves, like we've had, uh, you know, sadly a child do. Yeah. Uh, if know. they if they have if they have a complete meltdown and lose their mind, uh, you know, like uh, like a drug addict, if you took away their drugs and they start going through DTS, you probably have a problem. And and I and I know this because parenting is hard. It's extremely hard if you if you want to try to do it right. And none of us are perfect parents. I certainly am not a perfect parent. I've made a lot of mistakes, but I try to learn from them. But I know it's sometimes, especially with smaller children, I get it. You need a break. You're tired. Yep. You're run down, especially you single moms out there and, th- and this kind of stuff or single it's a, dads. It's a big electronic pacifier, isn't it? 
and you and you think my kids got that iPad, my kids got that mm. phone, and they're quiet, and I need some quiet. I same thing we did with TVs a lot of time, but when you let electronics become the babysitter versus maybe read a book that I've selected, what you're going to read, or why don't you go over here and work on this? Or why don't you go outside and play? And I know sometimes kids are too small to go outside and play by themselves. Uh, it, it, using it as a pacifier, I think has been a huge mistake. And when you talk about Bubba, all the other examples that we've had, I think if you look at the current state of our society, then maybe those things were as bad as we were told they were. Yeah, um, it may be. Yeah. It may be back to the great moderation. Um, you know, if you do a little of everything, uh, I think you're, you're better all the way uh, well-rounded anyway. I know, and this is a terrible example. I'll get hate mail from teachers. <clears throat> but, you know, we had the summer reading program mm-hmm. in our schools. <laughs> <clears throat> When we used to go back in, I could tell you the kid who had won the who was going to get the medal for reading the most books every year. They were the pastiest, whitest kid in there mm-hmm. because they ain't been out in the sun. Because all they <laughs> right. did was sit in there and read books. Right. And again, moderation. Uh, you know, a, a little team sport. Never hurt anybody. Learn some social skills. Uh, maybe a little time out in the woods wouldn't hurt you. A little exercise doesn't hurt. Read a book. Catch a little TV. <laughs> Talk to your family, you know. I mean, it's it's all part of a well-rounded, you know. We talk about a well-rounded uh, uh, meal and well-rounded food that we eat and, and balanced nutrition. But there, everything needs a little balance, and we all get out of whack from time to time. And I think what you were talking about is a good thing to ask yourself: Hey, can I do without this? Can I live without this for a week? And if I can, then I've probably got it in the right uh, vein. And if I can't, then I probably need to dial myself back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And all of this, it's it's hard and it's tiring and it requires effort. And um, sometimes you, you feel wore down. So maybe you need to make some adjustments in your life, too, that why you feel so wore down. Uh, because, uh, man, these things require energy and it requires a lot of work. But uh, I think we'll all agree uh, it's certainly worth the effort that you put in. Uh, just kind of know what's going on. And I think we'll find that biblical principle again that you guys are talking about. And we certainly have struggled with it here. And that is that concept of moderation. Uh, it seems to seems to actually be maybe a truth. Simply said, hard to do. It? Mm-hmm. That, no doubt. No doubt about that. We'll come back. 866-WE-BE-BIG uh, is our number. We can get to some of your phone calls coming up. We also uh, have more stories from the weekend that we'll get involved with that uh, I know you want to hear about. So we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, earning a living off low expectations. And working hard to meet those expectations every day. 35 minutes past the hour. Thanks for being with us. Hey, Harry Murdahl is ready to take phone calls. (laughs) At 866-WE-BE-BIG. So dial those up now. We will do a phone segment right here, and we'll speak to you, and lines are available. You can get in now at 866-WE-BE-BIG. do want to point you to MyPillow.com. Things have changed uh, up here in quarantine when I finally just had to lovingly tell my wife, I'm sorry, I'm going to have my my MyPillow. And I took it out of our bedroom, and I now have it up here. So uh, I have slept much better because there is a huge difference. And we love Mike Lindell and this company. They're great Americans, and, and they're working hard. 
uh, to try to give, you know, other small companies out there, you know, they were once a small company, uh, other entrepreneurs, a chance to get their products in front of you. So go to mypillow.com and you can, you can see, uh, you know, some, some opportunities for, you know, some entrepreneurs that Mike Lindell's trying to give a, you know, a little, a little leg up to. Uh, also the my pillow pillow is is incredible if you go to radio specials at mypillow.com uh, click on that to radio specials button and you'll see the my pillows great deals on that giza dream bed sheets mattress topper uh, you know, you'll find out on the upcoming uh, new Best of Rick and Bubba CD that's coming out here before Christmas. They have body pillows, and Adler's a huge body body pillow person. He, <laughs> he even is. sleeps with he even sleeps with it now and doesn't keep thinking it's his baby. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, they've got that at sixty dollars off. Uh, if you would like for your dog to have a my pillow bed. I mean, some of you are into that kind of stuff. Uh, you can get one of those for $19.99. So go to rickandbubba.com, look under the sponsors button, or directly to mypillow.com, look at radio specials, use the code Bubba, let the savings begin. Rick, those uh, dog pillows are real nice. Uh, dog beds are real nice. Reagan <laughs> had one, and you the thing you could take it the cover off and wash it, that was huge. <laughs> That is cool. If if you if you're you know do that kind of stuff, uh, so um, <laughs> we had that right, somewhere to live. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he might as well have a nice one, right? I might get little buddy one. His little my pillows uh, place. Hey, I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you, he'd go get on it too. He go liked, get on yep. go get on your little place. By the way, had another incident with Buddy the Wonder Dog over the weekend. Oh no, we're gonna have yeah, we're gonna have to do something. We uh, ever gonna uh, get to see Buddy on camera? No. Not, not, uh, and you'll never see him on my Christmas card either. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, to the phones we go, uh, eight, six, six, we be big Bubba, Where are we headed? Rick, let's start out with, uh, Hannah. Uh, want to talk about moderation listening to the flagship station WZZK Hannah, go ahead. Hey, I just had a comment kind of to add on my two cents on that conversation. I think you guys hit the nail on the head. Um, I think, kind of like what you said with reading the Bible, it's obviously an objectively good action, but even something like that, if you're not showing moderation with it and it's causing you to shirk your duties as maybe a husband or a father or a mother, or it's part of your family, something that's objectively good can become a bad thing. Yeah, well, it's, it, it goes back to this. Uh, you're, you're right, and there is a balance that goes with all this. Uh, one, of, one of my friends one time who was a, a deacon at his church, he, he talked to, and, and I've had pastors do this, say, look, we have this calendar and we have things going on. It's not designed for you to do everything we have on the calendar uh, at the demise of the call of the Bible to be a husband, yeah. to be a mother, to be a father, to be a, to be a, a, a wife, whatever. And, and he made the point. He said, I remember one night telling my kids, I'd love to pray with you and put you to bed, but I got to go to a deacon's meeting where they're going to tell me how to be a better father. <laughs> and, uh, so you, you, yeah, you even balance all of that out. But, um, if you're going to spend time, it's like we talk about the content, even in the, the time allotted for consumption, the content is as important as the amount of time you spend on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Give give God what's God's, and and the rest of it will be a lot more rich and and worthy. And uh, I, I think that was the way it was set up to be. Yeah, I th- I'm t- I'm speaking to my own life right here. It's a real simple answer. I had somebody say, "All right, what's what, what's what's a step one to take to try to to grow in my faith?" And and I'm talking to Rick Burgess because I had to make the same adjustment. I said, "Just devote the time and energy." to everything else in your life that you deem of value. Just devote it to that. I mean, we do devote time and effort to the things that we deem of value, and we become very knowledgeable about things we care about. Yeah. Just have that same attitude toward your faith. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
and your family and, do, yeah. you know, being uh, doing your job. We're told to do that like we're doing it for the Lord. So obviously, as you learn the Bible, you're told to do these other things at certain levels, which require some expertise and moderation in all of it. But during your moderation, you're still, you have that underlying theme of God and prayer and everything you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Alice in Mobile. Alice, welcome. Hey, hey. Uh, I just wanted to recommend um, a, a, a fictional space series that came out on Netflix this month that I really enjoy. It's called Away. It's about the first mission to Mars. Hillary Swank is the mission leader. But for, for Bubba, there's tons of technical stuff. But for Betty, there's just lots of interrelationships, you know, with the astronauts <laughs> and the family. Anyway, it's really good. It is yeah, good. We'll, we'll yeah. need that to keep Betty involved. It's good. Like, <laughs> I, I, y'all, y'all, y'all help me on this one because I got to think about how to keep Sherry involved. Mm. This came up as an option. Yeah. And, and my wife immediately has a pushback to anything that she thinks is going to feature a girl power uh, foundation. Uh, I am woman. Hear me roar. And she 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 wanted no part of it. She goes, I don't want to watch some, you know, look at this when she's a better astronaut than a man can be and all that. She says, it, is it any of that garbage? Because if there's any of that a little in there, bit. Sherry, I, Sherry I, wants nothing to do with it. It's a little bit, but I didn't really take, you know, I didn't, I mean, I'm not going to not watch it because of that, but it, it's not that, it's, I don't think it's overbearing, if that helps. Yeah. But, oh, no, but, that's what I'm just saying. Yeah. My wife has a high sensitivity to that. I'm just wondering, would, would yeah. she like it or not? Yeah, there's a little bit of soap opera feel to it at times uh, because of the relationships back on Earth, as, as the caller alluded to. But, um, you know, there is a little bit of that, Rick, just a little. But I don't think it's so, as Helmsy said, overpowering to the point where you're just like, all right, I'm out. No, uh, y'all but, answered my question. Yeah, but I'll, it's, never, it's, I'll never see it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Let's go to Big Tuck in the ham. Big Tuck, what's up? Hey, how we doing, boys? We're good. How are you, sir? I'm great. Like every other uh, Alabama citizen, I am pump for sec football on saturday but more than ever for the first time ever i might be way more excited for next tuesday's presidential debate do we think it's going to happen <laughs> it's it, getting closer they hadn't canceled it yet it, it's still <laughs> on today but i'm yeah. telling you i just i really really doubt they're going to let joe go out there uh, the polls have tightened i don't know if y'all have seen it in most every state now it's a two-point race well within the margin, most of the polls are 3 or 4%. Um, I, I just don't see them letting him go out there and do that. I just, I just, I, but I, I, I don't imagine. know. Who knows? Hey, it's 2020. Who I've knows? said since day one they're going to have it, and and I still think they are. And Rick, and we hadn't played it yet. <laughs> oh. I can't wait. We got another Joe Gaff from the weekend. Oh, and and I thought when I first heard dead. it, I thought when I first heard it that it had been edited, that it was fake. It sounds so ridiculous. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. They didn't get they didn't get on him about them millions of miles from space. Everybody let that one go by. Well, there's so much. Yeah, well, I mean, but I think at some point you feel like you're picking on somebody. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, it, it, I can't, I can't believe they're going to have this debate. I can't imagine any strategist allowing this debate to go forward. But to Helmsley's point, they may be backed into a corner. They may not have a choice. Yeah, well, it's too just, late now. Just wait for COVID nineteen. I think we're going to have a case come up next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I would surprise me. <laughs> no. Let's go to. Uh, is that Kylie? It is. Kylie like in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> Kylie, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Hi, how are y'all? We're great. I just wanted to tell you guys, um, my mom used to listen to you every single morning before, like, on her way to work. And she, I mean, she just loved you guys. And she um, she passed away in 2018. 
Wow. And I've kind of carried on with the tradition, and I, I listen to you guys on my way to work every morning, and you guys are awesome. Well, you're, you're very sweet, and we're sorry to hear about your mom, but obviously a great lady. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I hope I hope we all get to reminisce again one day. Well, thank you. And you guys are, I, I just love everything you guys say. I'm well, thank just, you. I'm in my car like, Thank you for saying that. You know, that's you know? A, that's generational love right that's there. That's right. I, I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah. I mean, that's a generational thing. Here's her mama introducing her to the show, and her mama has stepped into eternity, and here's her daughter uh, following suit. I, I can't tell you how much that encourages all of us. Uh, it, it's really a cool thing that God's allowed us all to do. And mm-hmm. I'm with Bub. I look forward to seeing your mom uh, on the other side. Yep. Jeff calling up on Sand Mountain in Boaz. Jeff, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Hey, hey. Fellas, I got something out of pass long to you happened. A friend of mine was at, you know, the, the Trump bus where they go around selling the flags, stickers yeah. and all that. Right. Said there's a bunch of people there and said two big fat women come by and uh, let out a big complicit about blank Trump and rear ended a truck in front of them. <laughs> I say they weren't paying attention and they <laughs> no, oh, weren't paying attention, hit the truck in front of them. Oh, and man, no. it was funny. Oh, <laughs> there no. it is. Well that's sad. That's that's bad. I'd like to have seen it though. Yeah, I wonder sure. if it was. Is there mid- video out there? Anybody? I wonder if it was mid screaming, mid yell, or if it. Hey, it- by the way, we come back. I know we're going to get into the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and the constitutional situation we're in. But I, I, something just hit me on this upcoming debate that might be the Democrat strategy. I want to hear it first when we come back. All mm-hmm. right. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. This is Donald Trump, President of the United States, and you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. All right, so we're back 10 minutes to the top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. So before we leave this discussion about this debate, and is it Tuesday a week from tomorrow? That's when it is scheduled to to happen. Okay, all right. So so we have this quote from, from Biden over the weekend. And when, as we continue to hear these gaffes, you think, how would anybody let this debate happen? But I think, and, and the left's not, not afraid to go here. So let's listen to the gaffe first, and then we'll talk about it. And perhaps, most cruelly of all, if Donald Trump has his way, the complications from COVID-19, which are well beyond what they should be. It's estimated that 200 million people have died, probably by the time I finish this talk. That's a lot of people. Well, that's, that's a long talk. He must that's, have been talk a long time. That's, uh, that's two-thirds of the population of the United States. He meant 200,000, not 200 million. And to me, is a gaff funnier if you're doing it in an empty hall with an echo? Yes, Does that even right. make it funnier to y'all? And you throw a pause in there? <laughs> no, no. By the time Guys, I finish. Ah. All right, so we know that Donald Trump, we know his personality, okay? Yep. Now, there's no way they think that Biden's going to do well in this because they would have to ignore things like what we just heard, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah, I mean, I saw them rush him off somewhere over the weekend, too, where nobody could ask him questions because when he starts riffing, Really, like Trump, just in a different way, it's when he gets in trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, and, and this is really, if, if you go back to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., when he went to Selma to that bridge, if you've ever seen the movie, and I assume that most of that's accurate, 
that the strategy was they wanted the world to see the cruelty of the deep South toward black people. They, they, they knew there would be an encounter and they knew it would be ugly. And they thought it might de- it might bring them some sympathy to the cause. If we understood how bad it really looked, is it possible that the left wants Trump to just attack and destroy and start making fun of poor Joe Biden and that they're hoping that it will stroke the heartstrings of enough of Americans that they'll get mad at Trump for being so mean to a person who obviously doesn't have his faculties. And is well, that that, that's a theory. Um, but is there a difference in theory when we're trying to convince people that we're mistreated? So we show the cruelty of the other people, but we're, we're talking about electing a guy that's going to be the most powerful man in the world. Is that, does that play the opposite way than it does for say people who are saying we're being mistreated versus I'm applying for a job? Well, remember, and I know this was based on fear. Remember that we had a woman call our show, our show, which I don't, probably don't have a bastion of a whole lot of leftists that, that stay with the show and discuss politics with us. There's one or two uh, who said, do you think if we just vote for Joe Biden that they'll stop burning the cities and they'll stop being so mean and scaring us? That's an emotional response. Yeah, and, so, and, and, and so they I, want that response because mm-hmm. they're threatening it again on several other fronts. Yeah, yeah so I, I wonder if it – oh, man, this is just crazy. And this is just mean. I mean, because you know, they always want us to not think that Donald Trump, and he does have a, a New York uh, personality, and he and he is, uh, you know, uh, can be undesirable in his personality. You know, what they want you to think though that he's just so mean that that everything. I mean, he he wants people dead. He doesn't care about anybody. I love this new thing where they're acting like that any sitting president <clears throat> with a novel virus. And I love, see, the left's great, and really politicians, not just the left, but they're very good at speaking in general. Well, how about this? More people have died than should have. Okay, can you walk that out for us? Uh, (laughs) Based based on what? Uh, what, Give me the details on that. What what should Donald Trump have done that would reduce the number of deaths that we have now? Can you... Can you explain that to me? It's a great soundbite, but but can you actually walk that out? For well, me? I, I heard Biden in one of his ads saying what he would have done after complaining Trump hadn't done enough. And that was he was going to make PEP equipment here uh, or what is it? PPE, PPE equipment yeah. here as opposed to China. And he would have a national face mask ordinance. So. Basically, the same thing Trump has done, with the exception of leaving those face mask ordinances to the governor, which most of them have have in yeah. place now, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. I, yeah. if you if you look at your life <clears throat> under what Trump has done to stop COVID nineteen, versus you look at it under Biden, what he's done or saying that needs to be done, I don't see a whole lot of difference, unless I'm missing something here. And the only other thing would be another lockdown, and I don't want that. No, you're right. I think, Bubba, you're all over it. I think the thing you can say, and different Americans feel different ways, uh, but I think it's real simple. If you wish the government was more involved in your life concerning COVID-19, then vote Democrat. Uh, if you if you want a little more liberty with it, uh, then I wouldn't vote for them because they're telling you that they would they would treat this like we lived in a kingdom with an earthly king, and they would hand down their royal edict 
that we would all wear a mask all the time and they wouldn't care about local. They wouldn't care about uh, what your state has uh, versus other states. It would be a federal lockdown. So if you want more government in your life concerning the pandemic, then vote Democrat. Well, and, you know, we're we're just really skipping over the fact there's no authority that the president can make everybody wear a face mask. We're, we're debating if a governor can do it. We're debating if a mayor can do it right now. So 100%. there is absolutely, and while those are fair debates, there is no federal authority available to do that. None. Nobody says, well, the president can do that. I don't know of anybody saying that. Yeah, there's Except not Joe a tremendous Biden. Yeah, there's not a tremendous amount of science that can that can even make the case, but it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't. We got to get down, and we'll talk about this when we come back concerning the death of of uh, Ruth Gator uh, Ruth Nader Ginsburg over the weekend. Who is I was that? Trying to, uh, the Ruth notorious, uh, you know, no, letters. Who, who did you say? Who was the last try there? I was going to say, is it Ruth? Bader, 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 is it Nader or Mader? It is Bader, B, B, Bravo. Please help him. Bader. The notorious RBG. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah, I got it. All right. Yeah. And and this is a constant. thought it was Vader too. I said, Betty, it's not Darth Vader. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) They're not going to have that name. Well, it's it's, some of her votes. It was a lot like Darth Vader. Well, I know. And nobody's talking about that. I guess that's just off limits. No, it's not off limits. Not not for me. I, I mean, I, I I would I would say, look, I, I, I when someone dies their earthly death, my biggest concern is I hope they were redeemed. Uh, but we can look at anybody's life and say we agree or disagree on something. Just because they died doesn't mean you're not allowed to do that. Well, you don't need you to be. Think, you don't need to be in. You would you think if you were watching the media right now. I mean, it's notorious uh, RBG no, uh, up one side, down the other. So, well, and I would say probably ten percent of that is sincere. The the rest of it is patronizing and propaganda. But what? But it doesn't matter. The emotions of all this don't matter. Just like we said about the mask and the science. What does the Constitution of this country? allow the federal government and the sitting administration to do or not do. Yeah, and, and I, you can, I, that's a good discussion. You, you, you can take all the emotion out of it, and we'll talk about that when we come back. It doesn't matter if the Constitution allows it or doesn't allow it is all that matters. Yeah, it doesn't matter what the Biden rule is. It doesn't matter what the McConnell rule is. It doesn't matter what they've done or not done. The Constitution is what's in play here, and it clearly lays out what the president can do and what the Senate has to do. So we'll yeah, talk well, about it when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. They make Rush Limbaugh look like a moderate. Rick and Bubba. It is six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Uh, And uh, we're coming to you from the broadcast plaza and teleport. I am at Master Control uh, sitting at the house. Uh, but uh, the rest of the guys are there in the studio, and um, and we got Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler uh, all there. And welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Busty. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. <laughs> all right, so so over the weekend, Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, passed away. She's been uh, sick on and off and, and struggled. And, of course, now this, uh, with just a few days before the election, uh, and, uh, what, what are we, are we down to what? 40 days, 45, days? I think maybe yeah, so, somewhere in there in the forties, 40 days, 40 uh, nights. to the election. And of course, here comes all the political pandering now. Uh, oh, I don't think we should do this. We need to wait to after the election. 
And here's what you're going to find. If you have a sitting administration that gets an opportunity to replace a Supreme Court justice and it's near an election, whichever party is holding the presidency says that let's go ahead and do it. And then the opposing party says, well, that's not the right thing to do. No. We need to wait. We need to wait to after the election. So this is all politics. There's no right or wrong here. So it gets down to this. And look, it may not be as long a segment as we want it to do. Let me tell you where the old Rick and Bubba show stands. If anybody disagrees, the Constitution either allows a sitting president to replace a Supreme Court justice, no matter how many days it is to the election, or the Constitution does not allow it. If it allows it, you can do it. And if you can get it done, you get it done. If the opposition keeps you from doing it, then it'll happen after the election. This is all politics. This is not a moral question. This is not a right or wrong. You'll see one party will oppose the other party. And that's all this is about. If the Constitution allows it, the president can do it, period. Rick, here is the thing uh, and why it is going to be so complicated. One, it's 2020. Uh, and everything is just freak show in this year. Everything right. extreme. It's got gasoline poured on it. Um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, um, and like I say, I, I hate for anybody to die, and I hope that she finds mercy with God as we all want to find uh, when we meet face-to-face. Absolutely. Um, but oh, you're, you're absolutely <clears throat> right. The political side of this is that the Constitution says the president can pick and the Senate must confirm it does not say there's certain days within the election uh it doesn't say not it it doesn't it doesn't address it so that is the constitutional authority now what you're going to hear in the news is well so and so said well so and so did so and so back then did this he just so and so said that none of that matters that's just politics um the the republicans did block a nominee named merrick garland uh, in Obama's uh, term, his last year, uh, and they, they like to throw up the Biden rule, which Biden had commented back on an earlier case <clears throat> when the Republicans were trying to do that. Hey, we don't need to put somebody in this close to an election. So that's just the Biden rule. Biden said it. Mitch McConnell has said that I don't think we should do this if the Senate is a different party from the president. So that's why he had blocked Merrick from going in garland his his hearing um now that it's the same party it wouldn't apply to what mcconnell had said in the past but again you can bring up what ruth bader ginsburg said you can bring up what joe biden said what lindsey grant none of that matters none of that matters what matters is the constitution and then you have the political fallout from that decision now, some people say well if the republicans do this it's going to hurt them in the election well, is it? Because if you voted for Trump, what have we always said, Rick? You voted for a bulldozer. A bulldozer goes ahead and puts this through. Now, yeah, well, I, here yeah, is the problem. Though. you got to have 50 votes so that the vice president can break the tie. That's, it takes a simple majority to confirm. And here's the thing. The confirmation <clears throat> process is not about confirming anymore. I know right now how out of the, out of the 100 senators – that we have, we know how 98 of them are going to vote right now. There's no, there's no need to even have a hearing. Yeah. It's already decided. But there's only a couple, and of course the Republicans, they don't, they don't hold rank like the Democrats do. they got a couple of them who have already said, eh, I don't like doing this this close to the election. I'm out. 
So do they have a Democrat or two that will cross over to fill the, the void? Do they have the numbers? I think they, ca- they have 50 votes right now, the way I'm counting it, since Lamar Alexander said he would be in. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how this plays out. Does it hurt the perception in the election? Do people go, well, if they're going to do that? But this is, this is the part that's disturbing to me, Rick. <clears throat> you have some of the Democrats coming out and go, I tell you what, if you ram this through now, we're going to pack the court the next time we're in control. They're going to do it either? So they act like there's some moral high ground that they have to have it their way. Well, why didn't we pack the court when we had it our way? We've had a president and Republican conservative uh, majority in the Senate. Why didn't we pack the court? Because we thought that's too extreme. We can't do that. That's too extreme. They don't care. They're going to stick it to you, buddy, the minute. The minute they've got the votes, they're going to have it their way. So why don't we act the same way? Why don't we stand up and hold our political ground and go, no, elections have consequences, quoting Obama, and put our person through. Put them through if you've got the votes. If you don't, vote them down, and we'll go to somebody else. That plain and simple, right? How complicated is that? But here's... Go ahead. Well, here's the thing you see now, because of them threatening to pack the court, hadn't been done in 130-something years, where we changed the number or threatened to change the number of, of justices. But, Rick, we have people coming out now on the left that says, if you put this person in, we will burn cities to the ground. Yeah. That is a quote today. We will burn cities to the ground if you try to bring a vote. Not, not if you put somebody, if you bring a vote before the election under no law. Nowhere in the Constitution that says that. But now that's the new, I don't know if you've noticed that's the new threat, and I have warned y'all, the week before the election, you're going to have massive threats to burn our cities to the ground if Donald Trump wins. You're going to have that, so get ready for it. Don't let it catch you off guard. So, Rick, it's it's crazy. We, our side of the political spectrum has a major fault, and that is we don't force it when we have the numbers when we have an advantage, we don't take advantage of it. Well, now Donald Trump will. And, and that's the reason why he won. Uh, because of the attitude you have and a lot of the rhinos and a lot of the establishment Republicans don't seem to want to mix it up with what the left has become in modern day and Trump will, which is why he won. Let me tell you why him trying to put a uh, Supreme Court justice in in the final days it will not affect his base at all because that's one of the reasons that people voted for him. I heard this over and over again. I'm voting for Trump because we're going to get multiple Supreme Court justice uh, opportunities and I want Trump's people to go in. Now, we've learned that just because someone claims to be conservative and a judge doesn't mean they'll always rule. We're seeing some things going on. So I think you may have, it's a little lofty to think that the Supreme Court comes comes can somehow bring you even a conservative utopia. It really isn't true, but these, these justices do matter. And, and uh, Mitch McConnell is is a politician. Uh, And if the Senate now can stop Trump from trying to put a uh, Supreme court justice nominee up and get them in, they can certainly do that. Uh, But uh, McConnell is a, is a politician. Everybody on the left is a politician. Everybody's playing politics with this. We've already said it. The constitution allows the president to do it or not. The president has to look at the political fallout, which I think for Trump is very little. Uh, And then the, the, the other side, if, if the other side wanted to be able to put this Supreme court justice in, then Hillary should have won. 
It, it goes back to when I was coaching youth sports. You'd have that dad that would walk up and tell you how to run the team. You know what I would say? You saw that little check mark when you signed up your kid to play. It said, do you want to coach? You didn't check it. Uh, so, so, so now those of us that checked it are in charge. If you wanted to have a say-so and coach, then you had to be the coach. If you wanted to be uh, your administration and your nominees, you had to win the election. So, Rick, when we come back, let's talk about political fallout and what is seen and unseen. What are some of the crazy scenarios that could happen? And we'll take calls on it, too. We want to hear what you think about it, because this is going to be this is like the cherry on top of the milkshake in the crazy year we've called 2020, which has a political election in it. One of the most polarized in history, much because of the social dilemma. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hi, this is Sean Hannity, and you are listening to my great friends Rick and Bubba. 21 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big is our number. Our website, Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. Go there for all the information about the Rick and Bubba show. Shop the Rick and Bubba store. And, uh, you know, we got some great new items there at the Rick and Bubba store. And coming soon, uh, this year's new CD will be out uh, in time for Christmas shopping. And also, we've got a really cool uh, Christmas-specific uh, uh, gift idea for the Rick and Bubba fans on your Christmas list, you'll be seeing a little bit about those coming up next month as well. So uh, be paying attention and we'll keep you updated as new things are available at the Rick and Bubba store. And over the weekend, Bubba, some more great pictures of men by the grill that mean business. I mean, they're, I they love got the spatula, it. They got the grill of thongs. They've got to, they've got some of our Rick and Bubba aprons on. So always love when people, and we've seen these pictures of people wearing the shirt that you have on today. Uh, you know, with the election coming up, Rick and Bubba 94, and uh, seeing some great pictures of those of you wearing those out and about. Uh, always enjoy that. So send those pictures on anytime you're rocking some Rick and Bubba swag. You know, Rick, with this, uh, we were talking about the political fallout of pushing this through or not. Uh, you know, we I heard one, I, I almost laughed out loud when I heard it. Uh, somebody said, well, you don't need to do this because of basic fairness. I thought, yeah. Same basic fairness we got when it came to, uh, uh, you know, striking down the uh, DOMA Act, uh, uh, you know, saying that a, a marriage was between a man and a woman. Same fairness we've got on abortion issues. Uh, you know, that's the fairness I'm looking for. Uh, now, Rick, here's the problem. Here's the fallout issue. If they push this through and get it, could that make certain senators – more uh, likely to lose. Now, the current makeup of the Senate is 53-47. So we have two senators who have already said they will they will not vote for any nominee this close to the election, even though there's no constitutional uh, commitment to that. That's just their own personal feeling. That is Lisa Mikowski from Alaska and Susan Collins from Maine. Now, they're always a problem anyway for the Republicans. But you think, well, let somebody else have their seat. The problem is if you get Democrats in those seats, then you're going to lose control of the committees. Each committee in the Senate then will be headed up and have more Democrats than Republicans. So it, it, it gets really complicated how this is going to play out. So they have both said they will not vote for any nominee this close to the election. 
Mitt Romney appears. Well, I don't see that every day. We just had a unicycle fly by, and I mean fly by. Um, Mitt Romney appears to be voting against Trump on everything anyway. So if if everybody else holds and you lose those three, you have 50-50, and the VP would break the tie. So you still have the numbers to go through. But if anybody else defaults or shakes or comes off of this, then you don't have the numbers. So do you gain anything by trying to push it through if you don't have the numbers? Those are the kind of political questions you have. And even if you're successful, could you lose the Senate because you lose a couple of Republican senators that are in very close elections? And even um, uh, our, our, our friend from South Carolina is in a close election. Lindsey Graham is in a dead heat over there, too. So nobody really knows how this is going to play out for the next term. Well, I, I feel like I know Trump pretty well, and I go back to what I said a minute ago. I believe the people that voted for Trump, one of the big banners they were waving is Supreme Court justice opportunities, and he's come through on two, or he thinks he did, and then you don't know how they're actually going to rule. Uh, and I think that he will move forward because I think he sees it. You know, he's very big on, you sent me here to do fill in the blank, and I'm going to do it. Uh, and I think that he believes that's what inspires his base. Can I ask you guys a question just out of my ignorance on this? I don't know the answer. If he tries to get one through before the election and he doesn't get it uh, done, what does that really mean? Can he not just come back if he wins the election and do it again? Yes, that is correct. He also could do it between the election and the swearing in of the new president during a lame duck session if he was to lose. Now, that's when the Democrats have said, look, if you do it and we're getting control, we're going to go pack the court the next time. So we're going to take the number up uh, from nine to, to, say, 11 or 13 and put a bunch of libs in there or knock it down. Now, Roosevelt threatened to do that. He didn't do it, but he threatened to do it. And I'm sure you would have endless lawsuits over that, too. So I don't know. Now, here's the other what is it? I, I I, well, no, just an announcement came through. I got notification that he has said he will announce the Supreme Court pick on Friday or Saturday yeah. of this week. Yeah. Uh, Rick, the other thing is there's also other constitutional items that could be used here. Nancy has already been out to talk about the errors in her quiver. You realize if they if the if the House sends over articles of impeachment, all Senate business has to stop until they do that. So they are threatening that that they could block a vote on any nominee by simply impeaching the president or the attorney general, which they would all love to do again anyway. Well, Bubba, you've already touched on it, and I think you're right politically on this. And that is the left, they love to pretend that they're not going to do something that they're going to do no matter what you do. (laughs) Right. Uh, I mean, so you're going to get the exact same response from the left no matter what you do, so you might as well do – what you think you were elected to do because there, there is no scenario where the left comes out and says, you know what? Good job, president Trump. I uh, just want to compliment the president on this and that. Yeah. yeah. That, no I mean, way. That, that's going to happen. So just, you know, they're going to threaten to burn the streets. If you're elected, they're going to threaten to burn the streets. If you put up a, a su- Supreme court justice and, and what you, you, what you can never do with a mob, never, 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 ever, ever. You can never give in to a mob nope. because when you give in, they know that's all they have to do from then on to get their way. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. See, they're already going back to that card. Hey, we're going to set the streets on fire if y'all do this, mm-hmm. but we're going to hear that now for, from now on. 
on everything yeah. they disagree with. So I agree. Look, all this other is just, you know, he said, she said. Constitution says the president can nominate, Senate confirm, let it play out. Look, they're going to do the same thing either way. If I was advising the president, I would say move forward. You are what we put there because we've not had that guy who will meet them foot to foot, point to point on everything. And that's why our that's why our civilization has slid down the the you know off the back of the hill because we won't meet them. We're always trying to be gentlemanly, trying to be nice, trying to be fair. You can't be fair to people who are going to put it to you. You can't. So I would advise Trump. The great engineering connection we have called a BNC, insert twist. Let's go. <laughs> Move forward. Yeah, I think, and I think that's his base. That's what his base wants. And we have people who disagree politically, and that's fine. We, we always have people disagree politically. Uh, just remember, too, from a biblical worldview, you got to understand, we're going to talk about it again this Wednesday, but this time out of First Peter. It's more clear the more I study it from a biblical worldview. World governments are nothing but necessary evils. That's all they are. Yeah, uh, until so, it's replaced by a government worth having. And mainly there to keep law and order, and we can't allow lawlessness to win the day. Uh, and what you do is you do what you are, were elected to do, and then if people don't know how to act, you do what you have to do to break their will to continue to break the law. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Will Farrell, and you're listening to The Rick and Bubba. This has been an elaborate hoax. We're back. Uh, 35 minutes past the hour. We're going to the phones. Harry Murdahl has those lining up at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll hear your feedback on uh, the things that we have discussed, especially uh, this upcoming Supreme Court justice uh, strategy, political fallout, all that. Hey, simplysafebubba.com, I do want to point you to this. I mean, thankfully... Because of simplysafebubba.com, I can go back and watch video on Bubba trying to drop a light off in front of my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can, and hey, if, he, if he'd been a lawbreaker, I'd been ready to go. <laughs> uh, simplysafebubba.com, if you'll go there now, use our URL, we'll give you a free HD camera with the security system that you design. Now, you can look and you design them yourself, and then they send them to you in the mail. Uh, these sensors are easy to, you know, place wherever you want them. Uh, you can set this up in less than an hour. Uh, and then they start monitoring you uh, for about $15 a month. You don't have any contracts. You're not dealing with any installation team. Uh, there's no hidden fees. Uh, it's a very, very simple process, which is why it's called simplysafebubba.com. And this will also get you with that professional monitoring uh, that this includes police, fire, medical professionals. Um, hope it doesn't happen, but if you have an emergency and with these HD cameras and we're throwing one in at no charge right now, uh, they can they can verify that there's a problem at your property, which also speeds up their response time and cuts down on false alarms. It really is the best of all worlds. There's a link at rickandbubba.com under sponsors, or you can just go to simplysafebubba.com. So Bubba, to the phones we go, uh, where do we begin? Rick, let's begin in Lexington with Sam. Sam, go ahead. Hey, Sam. Morning, Rick. The peanut butter smell wonderful up here. Hey, I just <laughs> came up with. Uh, I just remembered something. The uh, guys are uh, the people are saying uh, he can't have the Supreme Court nomination because he's been impeached. 
I'm sorry, Bill Clinton was was impeached and found guilty and got RBG. Seven threes, Bubba. Have a good day. Mm-hmm. There you went. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Bob. listen, if you're trying to keep from finding hypocrisy in politics, you're gonna oh. have a you're gonna have a sad hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's home home team, home team, home team. Uh yep. David in the Rocket City of Huntsville. David, go ahead. Um Correct me if I'm wrong, but as the president, is it not the president's job to pick the SCOTUS while he's in office? That is correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, ordered by the Constitution. So if that's the case, then why the big fuss, you know, with the senators and Pelosi and everybody else, you know, because they think it's too soon to pick while, you know, while we're almost at an election time. He is the president, so it's his pick. Period. That's it. Yeah, legally, yeah, yeah. legally, there is no issue. Okay, it is constitutionally given to the president and then the Senate to confirm the the gripe and where the argument is coming in. And like I got an email here, didn't the Republicans do the same thing to an Obama appointee yes. or an yes, Obama? And yes, they did. But there was a difference, and this is where the quote McConnell rule, which doesn't carry a hill of beans to anything. He's always said that if the president and the Senate is the same party, move forward. If they're opposing parties, don't do it. Now, we have a situation where with the Democrats, it was opposing parties. You had Obama, Democrat. We had a Republican Senate. They didn't move it forward. We have a Republican president now, Republican senator. But again, what McConnell says has nothing to do with what the Constitution says. What Biden says has nothing to do with it. The president has an obligation, and all of it is political and political fallout after that, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Mitch McConnell, just so you're clear, I think he was wrong, too. He just he was just able to do politically what he wanted to do. But to Bubba's point, what Mitch McConnell said was a suggestion and something he pulled out of his rear end. It's not constitutional. Uh, so yeah, Republicans, just like the caller right now, if you said it's the president's job to nominate Supreme Court justices, you are correct. But you got to have the, that same attitude and understand that if it's a Democrat, he or she has that same power. Mm-hmm. It's but, constitutional. It's not political. No, but, right. but the political games are played, and Mitch McConnell played a political game and, and was able to and block won. it. And won yeah, and, on that one. Yeah. And if the Democrats can put something together to block this one, they can do that too. Uh, Jeremy in Florida where it's always warm and they're still recovering from storm after storm. Go ahead, Jeremy. Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey, how about uh, it? I just wanted to uh, bring up uh, that the pastor who had the dream, didn't he say something big would happen in September, and do you think this is what he was maybe uh, alluding to? Jeremy, uh, you know, you're talking about Pastor Dana from Kentucky. We had him on the Rick and Bubba University podcast, too. Um, he, he had so much going on, Rick, I think you could almost – put anything into any of his dreams other than there being peace and tranquility. Yeah. When, when he said that, uh, there's going to be major religious leaders that, uh, the, the devil's going to attack over their sexual improprieties. Is that really a step out? <laughs> well, I, we've had that too. So <laughs> that's been going on as long yeah. as we've had, uh, human beings in these positions, especially males, uh, and sometimes sadly females. Uh, but you know, yeah, he said some, he said this was going to be a rocky fall, uh, and you know what? It, it may be that that was something that God showed him. I, I'm not the judge of that, but I think predicting a rocky election and rocky uh, times for our country this fall, I'm not sure that's that. I need a prophetic word for that. Yeah, it's, it's almost a given, isn't it? Uh, let's go to Nolan in the great state of Alabama. Go ahead, Nolan. 
Um, as far as the Supreme Court appointees, um, what you guys mentioned earlier, it would it would be a win-win for Trump because actually because you mentioned that the people expect this from him, so it's not going to really hurt him in his polling ratings. But on the other side of it, um, he he can point the finger rightfully at the Democrats and show the American public what this is what they have done. They shot down this perfect appointee during the polling season. So this is a win-win for him because he can make Democrats look really bad at the last second. Well, they're just they're just going to say they that we're doing what they did to us. So they're they're going to have somewhat of a defense for that. But the point being that the Democrats are threatening to pack the court. They, in other words, they they there's a sense of entitlement that if we don't have more liberal judges than we have conservatives, then we will do anything under the sun to change that because that is fundamentally wrong and that is not fundamentally right. There is no guarantee that we have to have more liberals on there than we have conservatives. There is no guarantee that any one court hearing or court decision is guaranteed from now on. We've changed a bunch of them in the past that were wrong. Dred Scott being a major one that was wrong and was corrected. So there's probably other ones that need correcting. Call it what it is, okay? Let's just call it what it is. Yeah, and, and go back to this, too. It, I don't know what the left's afraid of. The, the left judges, they never crumble on the vote. So-called conservative judges crumble all the time. What do you got to be afraid of? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, look, any case that goes up before the Supreme Court, I can tell you right now where four of them are going to land. Don't even have to look. Don't have to know the details of it. I know exactly what they're going to vote. And Ruth was the fifth one of that bunch. So it's not even... I don't know why this is we that our opinion is somehow discounted. Our point of view, our belief system has to be a second-class citizen to what the almighty liberals in this country want. Yeah, when the liberals talk about compromise, they mean that the conservative point of view compromises. The left never compromises. Yeah, and they don't break ranks. They don't break ranks. Mm-hmm. They don't have senators that go against their sitting president. They don't have that, and it hardly ever happens. Let's go to Jason down in Nolens. Jason, what's up? Hey, guys. Uh, speaking of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and a topic that was covered uh, in the kickoff hour, um, I don't know if you heard the coroner has rule, ruled out any possibility of foul play in the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg because when they found her body, they pulled back. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't that know. I'm, I'm that pulling too. that down. I don't know, Rick. <laughs> doesn't I, I'm sound sorry. Like it. Doesn't sound like that was probably why. That was speedy. a good call. Yeah. He's headed in a good direction there. Yeah. Especially we, since he tied it to the kickoff hour. I didn't want <laughs> yeah. any part of that. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were about to I get I don't know blamed. that we went that in, in <laughs> I, detail. I don't within. think we talked about right. it. Right, right. Uh, let's go he to. He used us uh, for the Let's go. I tell you, Speedy, let's jump back up and go to Starkville, Mississippi. Jessica on line two. Jessica, welcome to the show. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. I just wanted to touch on the whole um, Republican, conservative, Democrat, liberal situation with the nominee for Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. I feel as a conservative that we are being held hostage in our country. I feel like if things don't get the Democrats or the liberals' way, then they start hollering, and it's more violence coming from them than our side. And I feel like the conservatives, we back down way too much. When are we going to stand our ground? Well, that's, that's the point I was just making, Jessica. I am so tired of being acting like that, that they have to tolerate our view 
but their view is superior and they know better and it's their way and liberal this and left wing that and AOC Bernie. Their opinion is just it's quite as valuable as mine. And if we've got the numbers, we can push our agenda forward. Ought to be allowed to. That's the American way. And I'm tired of being held hostage, too. I agree with you. That's why I voted for Trump. That's why I'm going to vote for him twice next time. Up, Rick. Did you hear that? <laughs> 15 minutes to the top of the hour. I see what you did there. That's a joke. Lighten <laughs> up. I know some of you have no idea what a joke Rick is anymore. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. George, Dr. Funkenstein, Clinton. And you're listening to Rick and Bubba, the sexiest two fat men in the world, y'all. They be giving up the funk. Nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Thanks for being with us. We'll get to more of your phone calls before the show is done today. Will and meet back in play. It's a brand new week. And also, we'll talk about uh, what, what took place last night, but I want us to look ahead for just a moment in the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events uh, there at rickandbubba.com under events this coming Sunday night, the 27th, Man Church with the manchurch.com. Uh, we will be at First Baptist Church, Tuscaloosa. Uh, I'll be speaking there, and they'll be uh, kicking off. Uh, they've been doing the Man Church format for a while, but they're going to implement now the Pursuit Curriculum. That's our 40-week curriculum uh, for discipling men that you can get at themanchurch.com. So that's coming up the 27th. Looking forward to kicking that off. September 30th, uh, same thing, uh, Overwatch Men's Ministry at First Baptist Church, Douglas, Georgia. Uh, I'll be honored to be their speaker for their first man church as they kick off uh, the Pursuit curriculum and the entire discipleship strategy for their men's ministry, which uh, can be implemented by you and your group or your church by going to themanchurch.com October the 4th, uh, be at Harmony uh, Baptist Church, and I'll be there with um, uh, the, the folks in Avon, Indiana. That's right outside of Indianapolis. We're going to put a hog in the ground and have a great gathering there, and I'll be kicking off again for them, the men's discipleship strategy that you can find at themanchurch.com. We've moved the Panama City uh, hurricane out event uh, that was scheduled for last week. We've moved it to October the 7th on that Wednesday night and uh, at Highland Park Baptist Church, and we'll pick that back up. If you want to find out more, go to rickandbubba.com under upcoming events. Thank O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. So, Bubba, last night we had Man Church in our home county. Uh, Calhoun County, are you familiar with Fiddler's Green? You know, Rick, I'm not familiar with it in particular now i spent a lot of time on roy webb road but i I am not familiar with this i'd ask some questions about it and apparently it come along since i was spending time there although it looks like it's been there a long time Hmm. yeah there's a there's beautiful pictures and we had a beautiful fall day now with me being in quarantine we we had to be creative and i can't see the pictures that adler's putting up so i'm i'm guessing a little bit here but i know the ones that I sent him. So I'll kind of walk him through some of them. So I kept talking with Chris Dempsey, uh, he and his family, and they do weddings here and they do events there and they've got these just beautiful. And I guess you can see some of the pictures that Adler's putting up. It is a beautiful place. The fall weather could not have been more perfect. Thank you, Lord, for that. So we start talking about, I don't have any symptoms, but I'm in quarantine. So what do we do? And it is outside. So that was helpful. 
Uh, the weather helped us uh, to continue that. So what, what we did, there, there's a cabin that you can see, and um, uh, I think we, there's pictures of the inside of the cabin. That you showing can see. that now, yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> see the inside of, yeah, the inside of the cabin. So that's where they put me. I literally walked into the cabin and sat in those chairs. And then Over if you'll see a picture of the front porch really? of the cabin, mm-hmm. you, see, you see the front porch of the cabin? Yeah. So I, I walked out of that cabin to this pulpit. Look at this cool pulpit. Uh, I w- I, what if this pulpit could talk? How many stories mm. do you think? Uh, the One of the funniest things that I heard, <laughs> and some of y'all are not going to get this, and some of you are going to get mad about it, but I'm sorry. It was still hilarious. And I won't give credit where credit is due this time because they don't want to take the heat. Mm-hmm. But remember, I'm in small town Alabama, okay, where we all grew up and, and loved the people of small town Alabama, okay? These are our people. It's our home county. I sent a picture of that pulpit to somebody that will remain unnamed, and I said, I wonder if that pulpit could talk how many stories this antique pulpit could tell. And the person sent back, based on the region and where it probably was used, I bet there's never been one Presbyterian preach behind it. <laughs> uh, but uh, but anyway, uh, I, what an honor. So literally I sat in the cabin uh, and then I walked out on the front porch and was able to preach. And, and that if you see out in front, that's before all the men got there. They they spread everybody out. Uh, they, they took their number and cut it in half so everybody could spread out. Had about 275, 250 to 275 men that were there and uh, we just had an incredible time and uh and greg how about that food oh my goodness man and how about the desserts hmm. oh oh bubba <laughs> man bubba 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 well, more than you could you couldn't make your mind up there were too many it was awesome. let me tell you when you hear this about small town america when it comes to, to to these churches okay so they had you know restaurants and stuff that provided food for the men and of course i had to sit in the cabin and couldn't interact with anybody and they got word because I would wear a mask and all that. They were going to send some food in. And so I heard, you know, we got this pork and we've got these sides. And then they said, now the desserts mm. have been provided by the women of all the local churches. Ooh. They're all made from scratch desserts. Mm. Look, when the women mm. of the local church of small town, Alabama make desserts, mm. let me tell you something, friends. Mm-hmm. Look out now. Look out now. And Bubba, the food was provided by Rita Edwards. And, you know, not only oh, does yeah. she put on a heck of a parade, they know how to feed some people. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. the theme of it was an old country meal. Yes, sir. <laughs> it was good. And it was good. And, but, 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 but I want y'all to think about this. I love this. you, Rita. You know I'm messing with you. <laughs> That's so funny. But, but I want you to think about this. And, Greg, you, you, you got to experience it, even though it was weird that we couldn't get close to each other. That but was weird. I kind of waved was, at you. Yeah, that's kind of what you've dreamed of your whole life. Yeah, <laughs> actually, we got along really good, I know. <laughs> no but, headlocks, but no fights, we nobody rolling that, in the yard. Yeah, we should have tried that growing up. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to talk about, and this has been the whole drive of, you know, all in God's perfect time and of this call to the manchurch.com and, and all this. Men right now, we are li- the United Nations – the United Nations had a had a gathering where they said they believe that the patriarchal setup of the family has been detrimental to the world, uh-huh. when really the opposite is true. It's when we get away from that that we have trouble. Yeah. And so the adversary has, has known this long before the church is ever going to wake up to it, that if you destroy men, you destroy everything. So why don't we go on offense, and if we make discipling the men – priority we probably fix a lot of deal problems and now more than ever 
to walk out on that front porch and to see that beautiful weather, the beautiful fall weather, and to see a bunch of men gathered together. And and, and we are thankful to the women who volunteer. Because let me tell you something. If you want to know who the biggest fan of of reaching and discipling men, you know, the biggest fan of, of that concept is women. Because these women are tired of being the, the spiritual leaders of their homes because their husbands can't or won't do it. And, and, and so the, some of the biggest compliments we've gotten when this is implemented and we start seeing the fruit of it is from the women who said, thank the Lord. Now uh, the, the, the man of the house can be the spiritual leader. And to see these men showing up and we're out there and the weather's beautiful and there's praise and worship. And, and, and Zeke, the young man that sang, he did an incredible job on the praise and worship. Uh, by the way, I found your microphone. I'm sorry. It was in my gift bag and I took it home. I'll mail it to you. Rick. Uh, oh, Rick. I'm sorry. I did, it somehow I got in the bag. And yeah, I took I'm it sure home. you don't need that, Rick. They said they said he frantically they, they said he frantically looked for it all night, but um, but but to see that and to see those men there, it was a very very special moment, and and the vision that we have that this would be going on all over this country, and we will see the fruit of it because we've certainly seen the negative fruit of not doing. Amen. Amen. Uh, top of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. is Morgan Freeman. Back to the matter is, the Rick and Bubba show was something I could not do without. Ah, yes. Changing the landscape of radio forever. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes now past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. You've got most of Team Rick and Bubba, except for old Gooden here. Uh, I'm still operating from uh, from the Burgess house. Uh, we'll be joining uh, the guys, Lord willing, and no symptoms if uh, we continue to be symptom-free. For a few more days, I'll get to come back to the confines of the wonderful broadcast plaza and teleport. Uh, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, they're all there. And also Mr. Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubby. Rick, glad to be here. We, uh, we're, we're glad we're able to continue the show, but we'll be glad to have you back in studio for sure. Rick, well, I'm losing I'm losing weight. Uh, if you stay away from that place, you'll lose weight. <laughs> Rick, Rick, we had a caller. We had a caller. I had him on hold. That was his comment. He said Rick looks malnourished since he's missed it. <laughs> well, he's, hey, he's in his you, little apartment up there. Yeah. Well, well, here's the problem. Two him things I've noticed about, about being stuck up here. <laughs> this place desperately needs a trash can. There's not one in here. That hurt. Come on, Rick. You never, you never forget how dependent you are on a trash can yep. unless you don't have one. And you spend time somewhere. Yep. And I and I put some snacks up here, but I've run out of like real food. And, and like Sherry has got something she's doing right after the show on her computer, uh, which is, is, is the floor below me. So she doesn't want me to be disruptive. So I'm trapped up here with like chips and, mm. and like snacks. And I do have chocolate covered almonds. So right. I'm not, I don't know. Oh. I, I mean, now mm. you're just like, I may mm. just eat whatever's available to me. Well, Rick, you remember when Betty was trying to fix me a breakfast and handing it in, you could see her mm. hand coming yeah. in with yeah, this big plate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because yeah, when she got it ready, she was bringing it in. There wasn't no wait until the commercial break. Oh, know? of course not. You know why? Because they got to check that off their list. And, you know, I'm Move sure on. Your, wife's, your, your wife's like mine. And I don't know what you're doing there, but I got to do what I got to get done today. That's right. I got <laughs> my stuff I got to do. Rick, yeah, yesterday, report to the uh, floor. Yeah, the NFL had some, some really big stories yesterday. One of them was the overtime win of the Chiefs over the uh, San Diego – I want to say San Diego – 
LA, LA Chargers. It's going to take a while. To I'm get sorry. Used to forgive that again. me. I, I just enjoyed you, you working through that. I should have jumped in. My well, bad. that's no, on me. It's just an old habit to say San Diego Chargers oh, yeah. and will be for a while. Uh, by the way, nice stadium they're playing in now. Yeah, uh, beats that uh, that soccer field they had with about thirty five seats yeah. in it last year. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was it. Have been good for this year so since you can't that, have a crowd. Yeah. What a great game it would have been! You had the defending world champions coming in. You play them down to overtime. Yeah. And Greg, I don't know if you saw this, but the kicker for them, Harrison Butker. Okay, he, you Harry talking Butker. A, you talking about a kicker? So, listen. Earlier in the game, earlier in the game, he had kicked a record tying fifty eight yard field goal. That's a long. So way. he so he can kick it. Okay, mm, he, can kick it. he gets down to trying to win the game. He has a fifty three yarder. He kicks it. It is through the uprights. You think the Chiefs have Ball won? Game. Hold on. There's a flag on the oh, field. No. Now, fifty-three yarder to win the game is not an easy kick. So okay? now we're going to back you up. Bob. Now we're going to back up to tie the kick you hit earlier, fifty-eight. Andy Reid says you did it once. You can do it again. Now, but I understand something. It's in overtime. All right. So. They get the ball if you miss it. They get the ball practically at midfield, yeah. and they've got two minutes to go down and, yeah, and kick a field goal or win, or you know, to win or whatever. But you could see, I guess it was the right guard or tackle for the Chiefs yeah, that flinched. flinched. You could they did a close up on him, and he closed his eyes like, "Gosh yeah. Almighty, yeah. So, I can't believe I, I it." So now they line up at fifty eight, and that is a long way, guys. They, people don't punt. Yeah, he's standing yards, on the logo. Okay? He's standing on the and, logo, and he lines up and <clears> kicks <throat> it again. Okay, is this the game winner you've got, Adler, or the one where they call the timeout? Do you know, is that the game winner? Okay, well, not that famous timeout. So, this is the game winner. So he kicks I want him to outlaw that. Listen, he kicks <laughs> yeah. it, it goes down the middle, but wait a minute, no good. The The wait Chargers call timeout prior to the snap. Yeah. So they got to go back, and so for a third time, he has got to try a game winner well beyond 50 yards. He lines up to kick, and you know, and I was like you, Speedy. I went the other ones, went right down the middle. What are the odds? <laughs> He'll away? pull this and, one. And listen, do we have the call on it too? Here yeah. is the kick to win the game Wait. in overtime. All gassed right now. No energy left for anybody on this field. The kick. It's good for the win. Wow. Wow, Let me wow. tell you this. That, Nobody was happier than that guard that flinched. Yes. Oh. Don't you know he went and bought him dinner? <laughs> he was one of the first ones to run back. Yeah, Thanks, thank Harry Butt. Man. Well, he don't you, know if he called him I don't think his name's Harry Butt. If you, <laughs> they, Harry they, were carrying, they were carrying the kicker around the field. And rightly so, but you know they had to get back in the locker room and go, guys. We we almost let one get away today. We lucked out. And what you did—he'll never see, make another kick the rest of the year. What, what you did, that? Harry, but he'll never make another one. <laughs> yeah. What you didn't see is they were driving down the field. The Chiefs had two killer holding penalties on big plays that brought them back, or they might have scored a touchdown. So anyway, that was a big story. And also the Falcons and the Cowboys. The Cowboys got an onside kick after the Falcons misplayed it because you have to wait 10 yards for the kicking team to touch the ball. But the defensive team can touch it any time, and they were standing around looking at it. And don't forget, the way he kicked it, this ball was was slow. It wasn't like, you know, oh, let's try to get Mm -hmm. it. They were staring at it, hopping around it. They'll they'll be watching the way he kicked this to try to emulate that because it was a good onside. It was spinning yeah, it was. like a top. It's like it mesmerized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they were, I told Terry they were the, two blocks. The Falcons blocks. were hypnotized. They were just staring at it. not going very fast. I don't know if it's going to go 10 or not. What are you doing? I, I thought everybody on defense knew get the ball as soon as hey, you can. Go get the ball. Go get, go get the get ball. It. You're on the hands team for a reason. 
Go yeah, get it. That, that was that was quite a finish, and then a big finish on the Sunday night game. You had the Seahawks and the uh, Patriots playing, and Cam Newton is stuffed, trying to go in for the winning touchdown right at the end of the game. You okay? Yeah, I didn't see it. I heard the first half on the radio as I was driving in. Mm-hmm. Here's the play right here, and he he gets submarine. He lost yardage on that. <clears throat> Tired of to, being humble, to, he needs to get back mm-hmm. to that. Yeah, exactly. That's a fact. The Patriots yeah. do look a little different though under the with the Cam offense. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't see any this time because you know I didn't want to compromise my morals. But uh, <laughs> Rick, after that yeah. beatdown you took, <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable. Uh, Bubba, I thought you would like you know the Raiders are about to be in their first you know and you hate all this no fans. I know, and just like know. that kick. But that, if I'm not mistaken, that kick we just heard. They were playing at Los Angeles, so yes. you wouldn't have heard a big roar anyway, right? Yes, that no. is correct. It was a Chargers right. home game in L.A. Yeah, no crap. Right. Uh, which is strange. but And they were talking it, about the NCAA championship. The national championship game is going to be there in 23, I think, in the Super Bowl in 22. So you're going to get cool. to see that so, stadium a lot. So nice. if I'm not mistaken, that kid kicked – Three fifty-eighters and one fifty-three. Mm-hmm. If you're scoring at home, three fifty-eighters and one fifty-three. Yep, you're right. And one game, which is incredible. But I will go over to the college ranks for just a minute before I get to the uh, Vegas Stadium. Hey, hey, Georgia Tech. This kicker you have, the freshman, he doesn't get the ball up. He's he's the people have blocked. Hmm. I think four out of his last last five field goal attempts. He's got to get the ball up. Okay, hmm. they block every single field goal attempt that he tries. You need to do something to adjust that. <laughs> do something uh, different. And, yeah, and then also I've noticed that, uh, you know, he played for FIU and beat Miami on a kick. I'm just spending time on kickers, which I've never done before. It feels mm-hmm. odd. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, and they and so when he beats them on a mammoth kick, Miami goes and gets him away from FIU, and he kicked a 57-yarder for Miami. Uh, in their game uh, this week too, so but uh, so a lot of uh, I think we're going to start seeing these field goal kickers are about to get to the point like you guys were talking about. Uh, I mean, you, you're going to cross the fifty and be in field goal range. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it really uh, but the, is amazing what they can do now. But the the Vegas Stadium, Bubba, and I thought you would love this, and I think I have this right based on promos that I've seen. They're calling the new Vegas Raiders Stadium the Death Star. Well, it, it I looks think, like it. I looks think like of a all the stadiums, the ship. unique look to it is 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 the strangest. Uh, Adler, I don't know if you you can find it or not. The Raiders' new stadium in Las Vegas. Uh, There'll for, be a guy with a funny haircut standing out in front of it. So you're talking about the owner. Or the, look, look at this. Look at this thing. That is amazing. That is awesome. Now, it, let me ask you this: is that a, is that a cut open? We're seeing the stadium there. Yeah. Wow. If you look at the outside of it, it does look like the Death Star, doesn't it? Uh, it it's got a touch of something so we've opens, never seen. It before. opens not only at the top but on the side uh, too. That's yeah, because I saw a picture of it with it closed, ah. and it still looks good stuff. So it opens and closes too. It's got a retractable. Of course, the casinos down. will be packed tonight, but then nobody can go to the not football a soul game. At the yeah, yeah. It makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Yeah. It makes no sense. No. <laughs> how do we See, look, how do we follow the Death tar- the Death Star signs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> only in America. 16 minutes past, and we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Kevin James, and you're listening to my buddy, Rick and Bubba Show. 21 minutes now past the hour. 
866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. And uh, as we make our way back, unpacking stories. Bubba, can you give me a Betty Lou Busty location right now to be sure she's not listening? Uh, I can't I can't confirm or deny that. All right, so here's the issue. I know I know at your house that, uh, you know, when, whenever you're around, you know, your kids, whenever <clears> they're, <throat> you know, deciding to give you the time of day. <clears throat> Uh, you, you have a son that, that seems to like the NBA as far as just from an entertainment standpoint. Oh yeah. Yeah. Big basketball fan in general. And then you have Betty who loves Lori Laughlin. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Have you seen, have you seen the story? Uh, you talking about where she's going, Mm -hmm. that she's been sentenced. Yeah. Have you heard about LeBron James weighing in on it? No, I have not. I have not heard that part. I'm so sorry, buddy. Bubba, I know you had to go to the restroom, so I wasn't able to prep you for this. <laughs> but um, um, LeBron James is being critical of Lori Laughlin, saying this is an example of white privilege, that Lori Laughlin, they're actually allowing her to at least have a say on where she's going to spend her jail time. Well, I don't, I don't know about all that. I don't know what the procedures are, but uh, I assume that she'll be handled about like everybody else that has committed a crime similar to that. They're usually pretty careful to uh, to look at precedent in a lot of that stuff. I, I don't think it is as uh, wealth driven as it is the crime. I mean, it wasn't a violent crime. That's the big difference. You. And You're I'll not going to get that. It wasn't a drug crime and all that. Barring so. a violent, well, barring well, violent, that, violent crime or anything like that, if LeBron James got convicted of what we so, so-called white-collar crime, I'm sure he would be treated wherever he wanted to go to. Oh, yeah. 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 It's, oh. And yeah. I don't know that they get to go wherever they want to. I think that may be a stretch. Well, here's what uh, he had to say. Um, he said, Lori Laughlin will get to serve her two-month sentence at the prison of her choice, and he put, of her what? And uh, he put exclamation points and question marks at the beginning of the Instagram post. He says, I'm laughing because sometimes you have to to stop from crying. Don't make no blank sense to me. Well, considering the number of killers they have let out of jail because of COVID-19, I'm shocked she's going at all, to be honest with you, LeBron. That's true. I know. We've let people who have violent crime out, just out because of the COVID-19 threat. Yeah. She's not um, a threat to society. Mm-mm. He says, we just want the same treatment if committed of, of the same crime. That's all. Is that asking for too much? Let me guess. It is, huh? Yeah, what? I know. What? We just keep get pushing forward and not expecting the handout. Strong, black, and powerful. See, I well, go back to this again. Unreal. Can we show a narrative? And I know this is inconvenient when you ask for narratives to be confirmed. <laughs> can, we, can we produce a narrative where – celebrities of any ethnicity who commit the same crimes because you can't compare like you said earlier apples to oranges the exact same white collar crimes if if someone of any celebrity status of any ethnicity can we say that the black or or the minority celebrity has been treated differently than the white celebrity for the exact same crime do we have proof of that narrative yeah. Rick, I, I don't know. But, you know, I would be fine with fixed guidelines for crimes. I would be fine with that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. If you're right. white, black, yeah. pink, purple, whatever, you do this crime, you serve this amount of time in this type of jail. I'm fine with that. Guess who doesn't want that, judges? Judges want discrepancy, or not discrepancy, they want discretion in sentencing. 
Now, we have what we call federal guidelines, and that, that gives them a range. Hey, if you do this, it's two to four years. Mm-hmm. If you do this. Mm-hmm. But how are you ever going to have complete fairness in sentencing? LeBron, I agree with you. I think it ought to be what, the, the, the crime ought to have a sentence, and that's it, period. I'm fine with that. Yeah, but I wonder if LeBron would be fine with that because that means that across the board, suddenly everybody, if you commit fill-in-the-blank, this is what's going to happen to you no matter what. You know, I'm I'm shocked, too. And I'm okay with that. I'm with you. I'm okay with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, 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 LeBron, let's draw it up. Me and you meet for lunch. We'll get a piece of paper. We'll draw out the uh, – if you do the crime, this is the time you do. And everybody across the country, every color, every race, every creed, every denomination, whatever you want to call it, gets that. I'm fine with that, LeBron, anytime. Or, fine with that. Or give me an example where there's been a black celebrity who, who donated money to get their kid into college and was sent to Angola. You know, well, there's I, not. Yeah, there, I, I mean, my point is you're making a point that you, you don't even have a, a scenario to compare it to. Look, I, I, LeBron, I'm fine with what you're suggesting. I absolutely am fine. Now, here's, here's what I don't understand. That's a Lori Laughlin, in Louisiana, in case you want. Yeah, you know what? Lor- that's, that's the maximum security prison in Louisiana. Right. It's real rough. I, just yeah, something, something you, Rick, you standing up, but, holding court. Yeah. But just, I, I don't think we ought to fill up the supermax yeah. prisons with people who have not committed violent crimes. There's other places to send No matter what color you are. And, and one reason they think these places are club-fed, now I don't know about having yoga classes and all that. I don't know about all that. Okay. But, <laughs> but, but <laughs> Give me that again. <laughs> I don't. I don't get all that. I don't. Careful, you spread but, COVID over here. But I don't. You, you know. I also know that if you're if you're not a violent criminal, they don't have to guard you as close. Yeah. As they do, say the guy that bombed the Olympics. Okay. Go. go if we Good go example. to Supermax over in Colorado, it's a little different deal. Okay. Absolutely. So I'm fine with that. We save a little money on those deals. But I don't know about having. Yogurt class and yogurt, yogurt. yogurt. You got to eat now. I don't know about a yogurt class or a yogurt machine. Is this hot yogurt or whatever? You know, I, I, just like just like in the in the bigger prisons, I don't know about having a weight room. I don't know why we're training the the, the inmates to be stronger to beat the guards up. I, I don't get that. But hey, like, Bubba, Bubba, yeah. is the yogurt class? Is that like Greek yogurt or frozen? Yogurt? <laughs> That'd be frozen. If the jail I go to, I sure hope it's frozen. By the way, are we supposed to be led to believe that LeBron James, LeBron James, would be treated exactly the same way as Larry Wayne from the trailer park who's watching? No, no. no. absolutely not. Just like OJ wasn't treated the same. Right. I mean, people were getting pictures made with him, you know, getting autographs. But but I'm with you, but I guess what my big concern was is that I'm worried that in your house, (laughs) there could be Hunter, who, who may be a sympathetic to LeBron. And Betty, who's sympathetic to, to oh, Aunt Becky, no. and they collide. You talking well, about a clash? Oh, no. Hunter and I have these LeBron versus Michael Jordan debates all the time. And I, so, you know, we there's already some LeBron tension at our house. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, well, well, you, I, I understand why, because for some reason, anytime there's any issue in the news, we got to ask what LeBron thinks of it. Him and Alyssa Milano. That's it. Those are the only, for some reason, we care what they think about issues. Right. I, I don't care I mean, what either one of them thinks. No. I don't either. <laughs> 
But she's always well. Look, look, she you know tweeted, what? Unless Milano tweeted this, I will mm-hmm. say this: LeBron James is successful. He's been paid like he's successful. Good for him. He's yeah. probably the most physical specimen of an athlete I, th- I may have ever seen. Yeah, yeah. I think he's much more an athlete, and he's done really well y'all. than Michael Jordan is. I still think Michael Jordan has got the rings to prove he was the best basketball player of all time. Right, exactly. <clears throat> that's that's my argument. But to Lori Laughlin, <laughs> um, Betty's not happy, and if you know, she's she sure looked at a lot of these movies about jailbreaks. I'm a little concerned. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mac, and you're kicking it live with my boys from the Dirty South, Rick and Bubba. Past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show, we are back. Uh, all right, so have you go? Have you gone to CandidCO.com yet? CandidCO.com slash Bubba. Now, everybody out there, you know, there's things that we put off or things that we wish we could do something about, and some of you out there may be thinking to yourself, I wish I had straighter teeth. I wish I had a better smile. We'll, we'll stop putting this off. Straightening your teeth is simpler and easy and more comfortable and affordable than maybe you thought thanks to Candid, C-A-N-D-I-D. These clear aligners from Candid are comfortable, removable, and they're practically invisible, unlike wire braces. Now, they only work with orthodontists, okay? Never general dentists like, like other companies do. Plus, your treatment includes remote monitoring by the same orthodontist who created the unique plan to begin with, so you never have to wonder how you're doing. You always know. That's really important. Now, the average candid treatment is about six months. You'll start seeing the results way before then. It also costs thousands less than braces, so don't put this off. Join us and start straightening your teeth today, and uh, and we can save you 75% on the starter kit if you go to candidco candidco.com slash Bubba. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Now, Bubba, what were you saying going to the break? Is it, was this more about the Lori Laughlin thing? What, what was it you we didn't uh, get in? Let's see, Rick. I had some point I was going to tell you, and I forgot what now, it was. I can tell oh, you no. you wanted Greg no, no, no. to. No, I, I know what it was. I was looking at the comments under some of the stories. Okay. And, and the, the hate that people had oh, for Lori Laughlin, yeah. they were saying that they hoped she never worked again, mm. that that her family ended up homeless and had to live under a, a bridge in L.A. or something. And I'm like, guys, Good night. Uh, is that much? are y'all are y'all coming on a little hot with that? I mean, uh, I, look, she shouldn't have done what she tried to do, and and she did it. To, uh, you call it out of privilege or money or success or whatever, but uh, you know she. The fact you don't want her to ever work again? Like I said, we were talking off air. I don't think what she did makes her to a point where you so well, I can't stand to watch her pretend to be other people. I just can't even watch her do that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Did that make yeah. any sense? It, she's an actress. Big deal. She did. Hey, I got news for y'all. Now, I granted, acting like they were on the rowing team, okay, you went a little far. <laughs> but, did, hey, people make donations and get special favors all the time. If you got yeah. the money, that's the way it works. I mean, we act like that she came up with this. <laughs> hey, she's Can an he, actress. Look, hey, you're not going to be a bad person if you watch her movie. I, I just feel like I like Rick watching the NFL the other day. You know, my goodness, I can't believe it. I mean, it's not a big deal if you watch her in movies and like her movies because she paid to get her kids in school. Who cares? And we my all gosh. think if she'd have married Stamos, none of this would ever happen. I think her backward looking husband, they'd have <laughs> busted up. <laughs> <is it? laughs> 
So, so I think they're yeah, under a lot of stress right now. Yeah. Sure. Greg, Greg, I would challenge, I would challenge anyone to go into the entertainment business. Find me a list of actors, actresses, and professional athletes that you consider to be fine, upstanding people. Mm-hmm. And they're real life. Now I know there's some, but I would not say that's a very large list. It, it's a, it's a very small list. And and Greg, I'm with you. We come from a sports standpoint. We give athletes passes all the time, if only they play for our team and are really good. <laughs> yeah, it's just like most dads. Let's say that you're a Broncos fan right now. Okay, you would love for Gronkowski to pull down the game winner this weekend, but you don't want him as a son-in-law. <laughs> yeah. great, great point yeah great point yeah yeah it, i mean that would see see how it changes if he's your son-in-law uh, yeah, i don't son-in-law. want him for that but i can watch him play sports like i said i can watch Lori laughlin pretend to be people it's not a big yeah, deal greg, how about greg, how about this me? i think your daughter your daughter greg has married one of the finest men on the planet but i'm not going to throw to him on fourth down and we need to score <laughs> no probably not I like I like Riley, but I'd rather throw to Gronk. Well, if it's between Riley and Gronk, I'm picking Gronk. Now, if it's between right. Riley and some other guy, you know, from Glencoe or something, I don't know. Oh, I now you're talking about for the touchdown pass? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he got good. Greg, height. now look, Greg. How about this? Father of your grandchildren, Riley wins. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. NFL so, tight end. Okay, I'm going with Gronk. Right. I mean, you, it's to your point, Greg. What, what what moral standing are we hoping for someone who pretends to be something? That's my not? point. We act like that she's being nominated like some clergy or something. I mean, she's an actress. She pretends to be people. She mm. does it pretty good. She. I, Greg, I don't think the, this erases her ability. It shouldn't erase her ability to be able to do that again. Greg, we're one, of the few, we're, we're one of the few societies that have ever elevated entertainers to the place we've elevated them. Uh, it, most of the time, entertainers were supposed to be something you hoped your kids didn't get involved in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was something to avoid. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. You're like, well, you heard about a Rick's boy, do you? Well, he's an actor. We don't want to talk about it. <laughs> and now and now we've elevated celebrities, like you're saying. Oh, I'll tell you one thing. That that scandal, that college scandal, she better not pretend to be a cowgirl. Yeah. <laughs> I, Rick, I won't be able to watch it. I mean, <laughs> it, it isn't like My she, conscience won't let me. It, it isn't like she mailed poison to the president. I got, it is kind exactly. of funny. Did the lady do that this weekend yeah. and tried to get out of the U.S.? It is kind of yeah, funny who society declares we're riding off and then who we give, yeah, a pass who we give to, passes to. You know, of much worse crimes. Oh. I mean, what she did and, and her husband did is, is wrong, but to be written off forever, I don't get that. Or, or wish, that. wish her, uh, um, you know, more ill will than others. You I know. know. I, I know. just don't She's get it. She's paid a price. <laughs> She's embarrassment, financial price, mm-hmm. and all this stuff, and – why not go yeah, back she, and make a movie? Well, What's Greg, wrong with that? Listen, been, it ain't like she's in blockbusters now anyway. She's she, on Hallmark. She's been <laughs> she's been damaged. I mean, she she's had several contracts uh, canceled that she was making some pretty good money on that. Oh, when yeah. the heart calls or whatever the name of that thing is, <laughs> yeah, that one about yes. the the Canadian Mounties and all that. Fuller House. What yeah. are we gonna do now? Yeah, yeah. Ma- uh, ma- magic of the heart. Wind calls the heart. when did we start this? I can't get past uh, somebody being pretending to be a lawyer, <clears throat> yeah. Because because uh, you know, in a in a series on Hallmark of all places, I can't get past that because you know that thing they did about their kid in college. It's interesting when we decide to draw these lines. If you're going to go into the entertainment world, you got to start lowering your standards immediately, because because if not, you're going to have no athletes and no and no actors. Right? <laughs> 
How about I mean, this? Not, what if, what if she plays in a role of a mom who's thinking about trying to buy her kids way into college? And then uh, and then it shows it. how it ends bad, and she's doing a service yeah. to the community. Yep. Yeah, there you go. By doing that movie, did you see? And of course, uh, you know, I think some of this treatment's ridiculous. But have y'all seen when she's going in the courthouse and those people <laughs> are outside? Which I had to laugh was a good one. Know, they always have. Some and and signs. there's there's some young girls out there, and they're screaming and asking, "Will you pay for my college?" Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and that comes. How, with about, it, that, how about this? That's I'm part. Gonna, of I'm it. gonna give you this. That's a good one. Yeah, that yeah. is that funny. Come, that, and, and Lori later. will have to laugh at it after her jail term. There it yeah, is. And you know what I would scream at those smart little punks outside if it was me? <laughs> I would say, unlike you, I could actually afford it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I had the money yeah. to pull this off if they'd kept their mouth shut. <laughs> right. I could buy your college. That's a sad thing. Could you ever buy anybody's? Get to work. <laughs> yeah. Why are you out here screaming at me, don't you have a job? Yeah. <laughs> right. That's have not y'all ever noticed that if I wanted to go protest, I don't know, how many times have y'all – you see, that's you know what to you ladies, I'm gonna give you there that's funny. Fun. I'm gonna give you props, and and that's all right. So, but have y'all ever protest? I mean, been out to a protest? Never. Mm-mm. Rick, I guess when we covered Never. the Tea Party thing, would be the closest we ever got to it, and we were working, right? Yeah, I went, that's the closest I've ever seen you. Uh, well, now what about when you got everybody stirred up with Trump? You got him in trouble. Well, mm-hmm. that was a political rally. Process. Yeah, it wasn't, were, I'm not talking about. I'm. T- I mean, torches going down the street kind of rally. No, yeah. I know. I did no. go to a PETA protest, but to counter the right, protest. right. That's different. Yeah. But even if I wanted to go, let's say we're having In a, a dog cage. Let's say the government is threatening <laughs> to stop selling pizzas, and I want to protest that yeah. because I love pizza. I'm okay? with you on that. Uh, and but Rick, I I don't think I could get off. I ain't got time to go. I, and the effort to do it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I got to get my, I gotta You get know, my parking's sign. a nightmare. It and is. then when you get to the end of the walk, you got to turn around and go back. Yeah, I got to make oh. my sign myself. Bring it. Mm-hmm. Try to yeah, fit it with the you, car. Bubba, I cannot think of one protest that we were not booked to be there. I mean, we've never of our own free will been been at a. I just, I just am not drawn to it. I'm not saying. Look, I love the First Amendment, and yeah. I think part of it is the fact. In all fairness, we have a radio show. Why do I need to go to a protest? And plus, Rick, I'm not into. I'm not. I'm not into. That's a great point. I'm not into these rhymes they make you do too. The hey, hey, ho, ho. I ain't into all that. I don't. Do you don't like cute hey, little rhymes. Hey, ho, ho, something's got to go. <laughs> I don't like it. I, I won't participate in it. <laughs> Yeah, Greg, let's see. I could go stand at a bunch of hot, sweaty people, or I could just turn the mic on and talk tomorrow. Yeah, Rick, you, mm-hmm. uh, there's no need for you to protest. <laughs> Not at yeah. all. Hey, I'll hey, we, can right do, we can do a little chant while we're here. Hey, hey, ho, ho. Somebody just with a different one. Yeah. Fee, fi, fo, fum, when is breakfast going to come? <laughs> yeah, how about that one? Went back to food, didn't it? <laughs> it Harry Murdahl's got your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll talk to you when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, they're still here because, let's face it, they have nowhere to go. Top of the hour, phone troll time uh, at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, lines are available. We'll go 30 seconds a pop. We'll try to get as many of you on uh, as we can in this next phone segment. Uh, so Harry Murdahl's got that covered for you. And as I said, lines are available. Uh, Bubba, anything that you see that we need to 
go over or touch on before we go to the phone? Just just real quick, uh, we had a story last week about the Nashville mayor and about them withholding numbers, uh, yep. and all of that was based on a report coming out of Nashville from one of the TV stations. They have withdrawn that story, by the way. So I don't know if that means they found some facts that he did put it out or whatever, but we covered that story here, but I wanted everybody to know, in all fairness, they have pulled that story, uh, and I don't know the full details of it. John Rich just said, hey, my bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, really, mm-hmm. that, that is a my bad if they pulled it. Be interesting to see why they pulled it. I, I'm, I'm very interested in that. But also don't forget, hopefully you saw over the weekend or heard Robbie Gallaty, uh, the pastor that we interviewed on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, got some great feedback on that. If you haven't watched it or listened to it yet, uh, go get the latest edition of Rick and Bubba University. Uh, it's an important conversation. Uh, I think you'll get a lot out of it, and apparently a lot of you did. So thanks for the feedback on that. All right, Bubba, we're trolling. 30 seconds of pop. Where are we headed? Let's go to uh, line one, Speedy. Not sure who that is. Sean? Okay. Sean? Yeah. Hey, Sean. Hey, hey. Hey, Rick and Bubba. Hey, what's up? I have uh, two points. One, Vic got to pull, uh, pick his prison when uh, he was sentenced for uh, dog wrecking or dog fighting. Right. And the second part is, and this is speaking for Miss Becky, uh, Aunt Becky, uh, nobody's talking about Tom Hanks being indicted for uh, or being put on uh, paperwork as for the child abuse things, and he had to move to Spain. No, oh, who was I, that? I'm sorry, I okay. could not. I, the first one was that. Michael Vick. All right, Michael Vick. And I, dog I don't fighting. remember if he got to pick his prison. I'll be either. honest with you. I didn't know anybody got to pick. I'm gonna prison. be honest. That's the first I've ever heard. I of thought that. Michael Vick's sentence was a little much. I, thought I mean, I do. I think, I, yeah. And I'm, I, and I think it's not so much race; it's just the way we are about animals. And I'm not saying what he did was right. That's not what I'm saying. But I remember. Anyway. I remember when it was handed down. I thought it was a little harsh too, because he had to forfeit his NFL career, oh, all yeah. that pay. Um, and again, not because he was African American, not because of the crime, or, or not because of, of his race or anything. But I thought for for what, and I'm not promoting that i, I think I mean, it's it was wrong bad, and it, I, it shouldn't be it. done and i'm glad there's laws against it but i i thought the penalty he got for it seemed a little severe just to, best i can recall well the sin back to what you said earlier he should have been sentenced for the law that he broke and there should be a uh you know a punishment for breaking that law what happened is a lot of these judges as you all have said correctly got caught up in the animal rights thing and we had a bunch of our citizens which explains a lot that began to demand a punishment more severe than I think should be uh, allowed for that kind of crime because of the elevation of animal life, even above human life. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Speedy. Let's jump down and go to uh, Chip in New York. Chip, welcome to the show. Good morning, guys. Hey, how about it, Chip? It's Chip. Uh, the thing about Lori Lachlan, what she did basically was she stole from somebody else's kid. There's some middle-class kid who might have gotten into a great school who didn't get in there because she broke the rules. And it doesn't matter that middle-class kid went to State U, Alabama, New York, uh, UCLA. That kid lost out on a better education. And you steal from somebody else's kid, to me, you're a bad person. Chip, let me ask you, how do you compare that to to Elizabeth Warren? Good point, by the way. Elizabeth Warren did the same thing by falsifying her documents. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. we can compare the two, I guess. Now, I don't don't first, anybody, but, but guys, but she's the, being punished. Yeah, yeah no, nobody is, said that what she did was right. They're We're not just letting her go. No, right. Yeah, she, she is being punished. So the, just the question then, I guess, is how much? 
how much is the punishment? Is it right? And this thing of picking prison, I've never heard of. That's all. Yeah, and right. it, that's all we were. We, nobody said Lori Laughlin doesn't deserve to be punished. Nobody said that. What we're saying is she can't pick her own prison, and there ought to be a sentence, and that would be the end of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Jenny in Missouri, line seven. Jenny? Oh, boy. Hey, guys. Jenny. Hey, hey, Jenny. Uh, did you hear about Ruthie? She's been dead for a long time. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they just stuffed her and set her back up in the chair. Okay. That's no. <laughs> a little brutal. Look, we we've Jenny. all listen. We've all been saying that prior to her death. We I were like, "Are y'all sure?" We been look. We've been doing it on the show. We can't act like we wasn't. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, we all Jenny wondered for that. bringing that back up. Yeah, and thanks. Greg kept Greg kept wanting us to ask her to say grace. Yeah, <laughs> Jenny, thanks for bringing that up. Sometimes we we wish you didn't have such a good memory. Uh, let's go to Ron, line one, Meridian, Mississippi. Ron, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. Hey, guys. Uh, how about uh, what you guys think LeBron would think about the Jesse Smollett? He basically does a crime and gets away with a slap on the wrist. So what do you think he thinks about that? Did he even get a slap? Yeah, did he even get they, Aren't they trying to make him pay for the – I don't know. Yeah. I, the, uh, I think it has hurt his career, though. I believe mm-hmm. that he, he probably gonna have a little well. Like, like Lori, you gonna anybody who tries to to cast her for something, they're gonna have a lot of media scrutiny on them for sure. Let's go to Randy back in Gadstone, the city of champions, Gadstone, Alabama. Randy, what's up? Hey, fellas. Hey, Bubba, I've got a technical question for you, my friend. All right. Um, why is it? I live in Hoax Bluff. Why is it that on a clear day like today? I can barely pick you guys up on 104.7. It's like in and out really bad right here in Gadsden. But on a cloudy day like the other day, you guys were coming in strong, heavy, and clear. What's up with that? Randy, i got to ask why you're not listening to Z93. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. you have an affiliate right there close to you. That would be the ideal thing. Now, far as the radio wave traveling, and I know this is not going to set well with the flat earthers, but oh boy, here we go. How, how many air miles do you think Hoax Bluff is from here? I'm going to bet it's somewhere close to 70 to 75 because that's when the curve of the earth starts playing in. You, you don't really think oh about my it. my goodness but, gracious. Uh, and, what, and what's happening on a clear day, <laughs> you're not getting any signal reflected back. It really has nothing to do with the clouds, but it has more to do with the weather. And when you have those clouds, you're probably having temperature levels uh, that at different, uh, more like a, a cool and then a hot and then a cool layer of air. And, and the signals, they do what's called troughing, and they will run through one temperature of air better than another. Yeah, so great. long story short, you're probably seeing that bent around the tiny little curve of the earth that you're at from us. Yeah, and then let point. me do my job of oversimplifying it. Use the Gadsden affiliate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, well, that's why we have more than one. So that's the beauty. <laughs> Use the one close to you that just booms in. Yeah, it, it won't matter what the weather is. Go to ninety three. <laughs> but I know I, I had to say that because that that kind of hurts the flat Earth uh, theory. Just yeah, a little no, bit. you're right. You're right. Let's go to John in Birmingham, who is a little bit closer to our flagship station, WZZK, the Legend. John, go ahead. Hey guys, y'all talking about y'all not uh, doing protests. Y'all forgot about the million pound march where y'all were planning on jumping in the river and flooding it. All right. <laughs> yeah, All right. You got us. That's You're true. right. You're right. That's <laughs> true. But that was a funny one. That was a comedy bit. <laughs> Yeah, in all fairness, I still think that falls under we were booked for it and somehow got money for it. <laughs> yeah, we had sponsors, I think, Rick. 
It, it, at least it was good for the show. Yeah, see, it was part of the show. <laughs> Just hearing him recap what the march was Gosh, is hilarious. That's I so love fun. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> Look, when we, we threatened to flood the city by all the fat people jumping in the river. <laughs> doing cannonball. Huh? <laughs> Take that. That, that. that footage of us marking, marching half a block and yeah. turning left and eating pizza. <laughs> that footage is still out there, by the way. Mm. <laughs> Thanks for being with us. We wrap up another hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. We'll catch you either next or tomorrow. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.